what's up ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the valley talk podcast it's episode 14 for the boys and girls how we feeling today boys Ooh, the girls bud come on now i'm feeling great talking here I had to work this today. Worked on a Friday. Whoa. Oh, geez. Don't like doing that, but. Normal human things. Don't yeah. recommend that. Yeah, I do not recommend it. I don't like it. But I'm just out here saving the world, so it's all right. Happy to be back um, here with the boys, finally. Mm-hmm. And the audio's recording, so that's, that's a good sign. Yeah. Feels good to be back and actually doing it. We've had some conflicting schedules lately, but we're going to get back on top of being consistent with it. For real. I haven't seen the boys in like three days. For real, I feel like I haven't seen you for a longer span of like 20 minutes at a time in the Mm -hmm. last two weeks. Yep. Crazy. But he's been on the grind. And we have opposite schedules. It's Anthony Aaron Donald. (laughs) Yeah, baby. 99. I'm number 99 and Madden over on number 99. So. It's Watch out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It's been a little bit since we've done one of these, Hank. Tell the people what's new in your world. What do you got going on? Uh, so I'm a doctor now. Wow. Yeah. Hell yeah. I can't quit. Where did you yeah. get your degree from? Not going to tell anyone because it was two weeks of the course. So. Oh. <laughs> so I can't tell anyone. Like PhDs, like a- PhDs typically take a little longer than that. But yeah. Not when you're that Not mine. But I'm a, I'm a treating physician now. Um, like family doctor? Anything you want, baby. Okay. Like surgeon type thing? I could be a surgeon. Word. I'm not trusting you. He yeah, sounds confident. I trust. <laughs> Jokes, boys. I'm not. No doctor. But no, we thought actually. We were, uh, what we I've been doing? Skipping jits practice. Skipping jits practice a little bit. That's what bit. you've been doing. Well, I've been hitting the iron. I've been hitting the iron. It's pretty hard. Wait, pronounce. Say iron again. <laughs> iron. Do you think that sounds weird, or is that just me? <laughs> yeah, that sounds. Say weird. it one more time. Iron. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. wrong. Iron. <laughs> it's iron, but iron. I run. <laughs> He no. runs. He doesn't run. That's the. Joke. I run fast. That's the only problem. <laughs> no. What about you, Xander? What's been new with you, brother? Um, well, it was on my deathbed. Oh yeah. Oh. Last week, that. about got wiped off the face <laughs> of the earth by Chipotle. <laughs> lost his buddy, Xander. Yeah, <laughs> I was crazy. going through it. I had the most torturous weekend of my entire life. Um, the boys ended up catching a bug. From Chipotle, uh, so don't trust Chipotle. That shit is blacklisted. Not especially me, the though. steak. Especially the steak. Yeah, the steak got us. I was. I'm immune. Puking and tied, nothing left in my body, <laughs> shaking. Literally at the point where I thought I was in so much pain, I thought my appendix was bursting, and the only reason I didn't go to the hospital is because I didn't want it to be nothing, and then get stuck with a fat hospital bill. Dude, fuck going to the hospital. I'd rather <laughs> die than go to the hospital. <laughs> Dead ass because I thought I went to the hospital twice and I thought I was really fucked up, but I, the only thing that was fucked up was the five thousand dollars that I owe the damn hospital. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad so I didn't. So stupid. I'm glad I didn't because within 24 hours we're kicking again. So, but yeah, shit was brutal. Um, yeah, buddy made it out though. Hey, we made it out alive barely, but we made I it. Don't just know how. God. So. Let's just pray that I never actually have my appendix burst because there's a chance I'm just I'm gonna not get gonna it get in a glass hospital. jar. Huh? I'm gonna get it in a glass jar and have it be a room decoration. I'm just kind of like my wisdom teeth. Yeah, buddy has his wisdom teeth up on the wall. I'm like that. Trust. My appendix burst. Just gotta run to Hank, have him do it since he's a doctor now. Yeah. Get that hey. family discount. I'll just like I'll punch you so hard that I just like go through your stomach and I'll rip it out. I've seen it. I believe it, man. 
I believe it. Yeah, yeah that you kind of power. What you got to do. Yeah, what did you mean? Yeah, aside AD? from that. <laughs> sorry, guys. It's cool, it's cool. Hey, Ugh. sorry. Um, I'm on a journey right now creating something. Yeah. It's in the works and it's registered. I now. thought you were just going to expose the whole thing like that. It's registered now. You'll know very yeah. soon. It's coming soon. I thought you were just about to out it. And my eye You'll be seeing it from all of us, if you know what I mean. The ball is rolling. Yeah. Consider that ball rolling. Yeah. Sir, so Tyler, tell us about your life. What's been going on? I feel like a lot has changed with you. A recently. lot's going on. Let's hear I'm it. in school, so that sucks, ball sack. Um, I've been practicing a lot. First game for me, I was out the first two games for unannounced reasons. A wedding. If you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but then we have our bye week this week, so it's been a little bit chill. But then I got my next week. Next game, or first game next week in Texas, right outside of Dallas. Bad news, though. This team that we're playing, Texas College, lost their first game 96-0. to And for the last, like, three years, at least five guys have gotten injured in the game. Per oh, year, team? Per year, because once, the, once they get down bad, they just start trying to hurt you. And they have, like, 370-pound offensive linemen that can't move. So they'll just, like, grab you and then jump on top of you. Bro, it's going to be a highlight reel, though. Yeah. 96-0. to Bro's going to have a whole highlight reel from one game. No big deal. I told people I was going to have 100-plus sacks. So. League him. League him. grind, don't stop. Let's 99's hungry. Food. Let the boy eat. Yeah. Let 6-4 eat, boy. <laughs> Speaking of 6-4, he moved up to second string because somebody got hurt. So. I feel like his father. Oh, yeah. I feel like his father with his father. We're friends. Yeah. We sat by each other. 64 like definitely eats. <laughs> eats like, well, boy. Mm-hmm. Eats well. He eats a little too much. <laughs> that's all right. Shout out 64, though. Boys, Bill. But, yeah, the sport thing has been going good. I basically just am a slave to football. So that's cool. It's dope and all. I love it. It's good. Just um, got to embrace that grind. Mindset has been a lot better recently. It hasn't been as much of a struggle. I don't know if it's just because I'm, like, chilling. Like, whatever happens, happens with it. Or not putting as much pressure on it or what. But I'm just, like, it's not that I don't care anymore. But I just, like, don't beat myself up about it anymore. Just not giving yourself expectations and just having Troll. fun with it. Yeah. He's got like, I had a shitty it. practice on Wednesday. And I was pretty pissed. But it wasn't anywhere near like I used to be pissed at myself. And... It took me having one good play at the end of practice for my mood to just be all better. Yeah. Just got to embrace it because you got to remember that one of these days you won't have this opportunity to be on the field. It's only mm-hmm. – well, I mean, maybe it will actually. But True. And, like, well, no matter what, it's going to come to an end at some point. Yeah. But it's really – it's a good reminder to me because a lot of people are making sacrifices for me and to be able to do what I'm doing, so – it's like easy to get motivated to yeah. go super hard because of that. And it was nice because I just went back to my brother's wedding, which was awesome, by the way. I was the best man, best, greatest, best man speech, maybe of all time. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Give the boy a movie. Grammy. Quick story time. Give the boy a Grammy. Quick story. I'm not going to say who it was, but there was a groomsman that takes 
400 milligrams of edibles. Whoa. Okay. Oh. Right. I'm blacking out off that. Yeah. Right before. Oh, I don't know. You can put that. In. <laughs> right before, um, like we did the reception thing, like right after the wedding, right before the reception, and my wedding or my speech, like, he said that it started hitting him as soon as I gave my speech, and so he was just like laughing it up, going crazy, super awesome. Bro's hallucinating at Yeah, point. he was tripping sack is what he was doing. Anyways, though. Um, oh, what I was going at with the whole wedding thing. Wedding was super cool. It was an awesome wedding. And I looked fantastic in my suit. But um, there were a lot of people there that I hadn't seen in a while. And it was just super cool to see the support that like everybody has in me. They're like, they all trust. Yeah, that's all. Trust. They just trust. That just, feel, that just feels the fire. It's cool to have their support, and I know that they believe in me, so it's always reassuring to get that from my close friends and For stuff. Sure. For sure. You but know they know they know. I know that they know that you they know? know. You know? I just know that they know that I know that they know. You know? Nice. Okay, so we're all kind of like going through different things in... Like our own different ways. Xander, you got something that's pretty exciting coming up. Hank, you and I are struggling in our own different ways with certain things. Um, so I'm curious, like what do you do to prioritize God in situations like that are either really hard, like the highs and the lows, both of them. Because like we're all going through highs, we're all going through lows. What do you do to prioritize God in those situations? Uh, I think I, how I prioritize God in any situation what I've been trying to do is letting the unknown just be his like letting what that's what I mean I say that but then I have troubles doing it it's mm. something you just gotta practice yeah. constantly it's like sure. something you're not gonna say you're gonna do and just do it right away it's pretty impossible but yeah just trying to let the fear of anything that's not happening right at the moment just trying to like okay whatever happens it was God's plan and he is literally meant for that he's meant for you to, to like have your problems given to him like life that. is so much better when you think like that like you yeah. just like don't care about or like you care about things but like you just completely fully submit that everything that's going to happen is because he plans it that way. And that no matter what you do, you're not going to change what's going to happen. And so it's like, something happens, you're like, well, what can I do? It's mm -hmm. like, God's going to make it play out how he wants it to play out. Mm -hmm. It's not like a negative thing. It's like, yeah. it's just like a calming thing. It always talks about in the Bible, tapping into God's unlimited peace. And I think that's what that means, is that like when you fully understand that you... Like, what you do doesn't affect what happens. Then, like, like you were saying, fear kind of just goes away. This is like, mm -hmm. there's no point in worrying about it because you know it's not going to do anything. Yeah, it just brings, like, a huge sense of peace and lifts a lot of weight off your shoulders because you just, like, instill that trust into him and let go and let God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Xander gave me this good advice the other day. He said, uh, I think... God gives his strongest, his hardest battles to his strongest soldiers. So when something does go wrong, you just gotta be like, "All right, God wanted this to happen. 
what can I do now? Yeah, was, I think it's good to also like look at it. Sorry, Xander, yeah, we'll come back to what you're saying. But it's also good to look at it like, what am I supposed to learn from this? Yeah. Instead of like being like, oh, this sucks. There's always, everything happens for a reason. There's always some positive takeaway. Like it could be the, the worst situation possible. I guarantee you it might take a month. It might take six months. It might take five years. But there will be something positive that comes out of it. Like mm-hmm. when I think of like my life, I think of like my parents' divorce. And it's like in the moment I didn't think of anything that positive that came out of it. But now you look back at the characteristics that I have. And I could attribute like 50% of the characteristics that I have that are super strong in me to that happening because like, and like in the moment I was like, that sucks. Like, God, why are you doing this? But I wouldn't be who I am today if that didn't all happen. Yeah. So it's like every single city, city situation, the more you look for the positives, I feel like the more positives will find you. Yeah. And it's just, it's hard too. Cause like there'll be moments when you're like, you catch yourself and you're like, why am I? Why am I thinking like that? And it's like you got to catch yourself. It's I don't think anyone, or maybe there's people out there, but like, can just like set aside their problems to God. It's hard to process. And you just got to. I think it gets know, easier the more on. you do it. Yeah. And what I was gonna say was kind of on the same note as you is, like God gives us trials in our lives for a reason. Like He doesn't do it to punish us or to hurt us. He does it for a reason there's a reason behind everything like whether it's to teach us a lesson or help us grow in whatever way he does that as a test or a lesson to help you grow and like i can't remember what verse it is but one of the verses in the bible says that god works all things for good for those who believe in him so like if you place your faith and your trust in him even through those hard times the trials you can trust something good's going to come out of it Cause like you said, with your parents' divorce or like the things I've been through in life in the moment, it sucked so, like, and it made no sense to me. But now that it's in hindsight and I look back at it, it all makes sense because I grew so much from it. And I wouldn't take back those hard times because they molded me into who I am and taught me so many valuable lessons and like just completely changed who I am as a person. So I feel like it makes this like shittier times less shitty because you know, like you're going to gain something from it. Yeah. It's yeah. like you're basically just gaining XP. You're leveling up your character. You can say that. Yeah. Like you're going to get better out of it. The harder the challenge is, the more XP that you're going to get. Mm-hmm. So. And like you said, the hard part is like just being able to let go and trust God. Like sometimes you catch yourself in a bad mindset, but you just got to be mindful of that and be aware of your thoughts. And like you said, that takes practice. That's not something you can just switch and do you got to practice being mindful and like recognizing when those negative thoughts come up and uh, redirecting it to something positive or like, yeah, just like giving it to God and letting go. I think the most godly men that I know though, all are like one of their biggest strengths is that they don't like fear things. They just like their instant reaction to every single thing is like, like I think about my brother, like I will tell him this like worst things and like, it doesn't matter what I tell him. He'll always instantly say the positive in it. And sometimes it pisses me off because I want to be negative about it. But I think like the most godly men are trained to do that. And it kind of like goes back to we've had conversations about like the way that your mind works and like rerouting your brain. 
um, to like think thoughts. Once you think a certain thought once, it's easier to think that thought more. And the more you think it, the easier and easier it is to think it. So just the more that you train your mind to think about God instead of your current situation, the more consistently that you'll think about that and just the overall better you'll be. Yeah, yeah. there's silver lining in every situation. And sometimes, sometimes it's like a couple steps up two down mm-hmm. like it's like a mountain range like it's yeah it's not gonna be smooth all the time yeah but you learn so much on the way yeah. and it's crazy and something i brought up to you guys the other day that we kind of talked about is i feel like god puts you like through tests to see if you're ready to level up to that breakthrough or to that mm-hmm. next level i feel like he puts you through like a test to see if you're ready for that yet you know what i, I mean? agree because like you feel like you're ready for something then i feel like he'll put something in front of you that's hard or like truly test your faith to see if you're ready to level up and go to the next step Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of it at least for me it's happened multiple times directly after i prayed about it like i prayed for something and it's like like say let's say for instance more money and it's like god i tell god like oh i'll serve you more with the money that i have when or like the money that i get when i have more money and then it'll put like something like maybe i'll put it on my heart to give to somebody else or I'll get some sort of money throughout something and then I'll use it for my own way. And like, I think it shows up a lot when you pray about it. God then tests you to see if you're ready for it. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how it all works. Yeah. I feel like I've noticed too, like it's always when I've been consistent and I'm doing well and then I feel like I'm ready to go to that next level. That's when like that hardest test is. And then Mm -hmm. that's when like the devil tries to attack you the hardest. Yeah. I feel like we recently with the devil, bro, it's been crazy. Like, I've been learning in this book that I read. The book that I read last. Let me try and... I'll try and think of its name. I can't remember right off the top of my head. Uh, oh, it's like about being a warrior. Anyways, though, um, the book talks about, like, your false self, your flesh, your earthly self, and how in a man's heart, sometimes, like, that... Um, second flesh can like take over and I feel like recently I've been noticing like when I fail to lust or temptation or different things like that or like I sin a lot I feel like a completely different version of myself takes over it's like I'm almost a different person you feel crazy yeah and then once I do it I snap back to me and it's like I'm almost, like I said, a completely different person when I'm failing these things. And that's so. what causes depression because you know the devil just attacked you. Yeah. And it's like really hard. But one thing I've been really working on is like once that takes over, once I like, because I can like feel a difference in my body, in my head. I can feel like I'm not in control right now or like I don't feel like I'm going to make a wise decision right now. And so... First of all, just recognizing that that's that I'm being attacked, I think it's one of the biggest things. Recognizing that Satan is putting things in your mind and it's not you, um, and then like trying to just get out of that situation in whatever case that like way that may be. Maybe that's like just leaving the house or doing whatever. But I think it's like really interesting to, especially like when you're really getting attacked a lot. It's interesting to kind of pinpoint that that's Satan and then you're like oh that's what that is like that's not me mm-hmm. I don't need to blame myself for that like that is the enemy trying to attack and then you can figure out a game plan to fight that battle yeah. 
Yeah. I liked what you said. Like, that's when Satan attacks the strongest is, like, when you're more committed to God and when you're ready to take that next step because he knows he has to do everything he can to pull you back and Mm -hmm. set you back from that. That's, Mm -hmm. like, his last resort. Yeah. Satan always attacks the strongest men. We kind of went off there off what Hank said, but, Tyler, what have you done to... I always ask God that. when yeah. I'm struggling with things. Um, I would say probably like the biggest thing for me is communicating what I'm struggling with with other people. Uh, and making it so it's not just myself that's battling it. Like nice. So I got people that will like talk to me about it or keep me accountable. Or just like, because like the worst thing, it talks about a lot in the Bible, the worst thing, or it's not, men is not supposed to be alone. And that isn't just like with a woman, that's like also with your community that you have around you. Mm-hmm. And so when you are sinning and doing all these bad things, the enemy wants you to isolate yourself. So it's like really uncomfortable sometimes to communicate the things that you're doing wrong and just to humble yourself in that way and be um, transparent with people. But I think it helps yeah. shine light on the problems a lot more yeah. if you're communicating with people. And they've talked about that a lot in church, like having a group and a community that you can rely on and that lifts you up and encourages you and mm-hmm. how powerful a community can be. And there's another verse in the Bible, I can't remember the verse, but it talks about, um, admit, like you said, admitting your sins and your problems to your brothers and sisters around you. That way they can pray with you. Because when multiple people are praying on it and there's a community gathered, it's like so much more powerful than trying to take that on head on by yourself. Mm-hmm. For sure. What about you, Xander? Um, what I've been doing recently that's helped me a lot and I feel like like completely switches my mindset throughout the day is like on the way to work in the mornings, I've been listening to like devotional videos and nice. that way it's just like I'm starting my day with God. So my mind's set on God right from the jump. Mm-hmm. And my mind's set right, right when I wake up in the morning. And then that way, like, throughout my day, I'm more mindful and focused on that. And, like, I've just been really trying to take steps guided by God and, like, thinking how God would do this. And trying to be more mindful, being helpful, like, even at work and stuff. I've just been praying for, like, the vision to see opportunities to help people. Mm-hmm. And then giving me the mindset, the energy, and the ability to fulfill that nice so, Paula. but i think of the growth prayers yeah i think the biggest thing is like just starting your day with god that way you yeah. get your mind right right from the jump yeah we talked about that a lot when we first moved here but it's just like a game changer yeah for sure not just like because if you start your day with like bringing in content or whatever or you're doing your other things then like this is not as much of a priority or it's a lot easier to like focus on different things i think if you focus on it right away and like i've noticed a huge noticeable difference in my mood and like my patience throughout the day when i do that like at work i'm a lot more positive and like i'm being mindful of like spreading god's light and positivity to even small interactions with customers and stuff like that nice i also feel like it helps you like to think about him throughout your day rather than just like like if you wait the whole day and you only talk to him like right before you go to bed then, like, you missed out on all those opportunities to talk to him throughout the day. So, like, if you, like, before I started off doing my whole devotions, before I would go do things, but now that I have to get up so early, 
I just like I listen to worship music when I drive and so that's like the way that I kind of start my day off and it helps me to make it so like I just like already am thinking about God so it makes it so I think about God throughout more situations in my day rather than just like a one time devotional type deal right yeah it integrates in more of my life throughout the whole day, which is really good. Yeah, for sure. It's going to definitely lead you throughout the day to make more right decisions and focus on that. Yep. That's All right, sorry to get a little deep <coughs> on you guys there, but God is awesome and we needed to share it. So. Yeah, that was a great combo. That was a great combo. Um, let's move on to the next thing. Hank's Flavor God Food Review. Hank. This one's sponsored by your mother this yeah, time. Yeah, actually, I'll do a little bit of the describing. First. All right. You can take the first one, though. Shout out to um, my mom. So what we got today is my mom, uh, for her, like, 50th birthday and stuff, she's a big soccer fan, so she went to um, Australia and New Zealand to watch the United States women's national team compete. Shout out, Roxanne. Yes, and she did a bunch of different things for her 50th birthday, so shout out moms for that. Happy 50th birthday a couple weeks Roxy. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Anyways, though, she asked me what I wanted as a souvenir, and I said I wanted candy. So, what do we got for him today? We're getting exotic today out we're here. Yeah. Out some with overseas shit. Twister raspberry. If you, I've never. It's like had a Twizzler. This. I feel like. Uh, let's take a look, the boys. Oh, it is like Twizzler. How's the visual test? Looks like a Twizzler. Are those those ones you can peel? Smells Can you peel? Yeah. Oh, those are oh. the best. Those are just satisfying to pull oh. apart. It's like, I feel like it's not the same though. It's not. It's not the same because it melted peel. together. So <laughs> oh like, yeah. So I felt bad for my mom. She brought it all the way from Australia. Someone take a piece of it. She was just yeah, just rip it. She was like traveling a bunch back and forth for their games and stuff. She gets all the way home and is completely Without the candy's bad. completely not melted. She gets to Oklahoma City where my brother's wedding is, and it was super hot there. The day before that she gives it to me, it all melted. So that was a little disappointing. Felt bad for her. It's a gas. And then... Sorry, Roxy. Yeah. Wow, that's fire. Don't put that in America. Destroy that. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that one here? as far away as possible. Oh, uh, that's an 8-3. I'm Dude, just a big fan of good. raspberry. I like raspberry flavoring and everything pretty Same. much. Eight three? Eight seven. I like it. I would say that's an eight five for me. That was good. Up next, we got a Kit Kat chunky gooey caramel. I don't know about this one. I feel like this one's like a little bit hard because you can tell that it's definitely a little melted. So the hundred and ten degree weather in the car will get to it, eh? Technically, did it and melt twice. Get a little nib. That's crazy. It's been through something. It's, had, it's developed some flavors. There's a raw dog in these, huh? Let's do it. It's not like a normal Kit Kat, though. Oh, Kit Kat gooey caramel. I'm a big fan of Kit Kats. Me too, but it's not the same. I'm rocking with it. Wow. Um, do you want the rest of that? Just, I'll indulge later. You can set it over there. Or you can have it if you want. What's your wow. rating? What's your rating? Take one more bite. What's the rating? That's a 9-3. That is That's amazing. Fun. That's like what you want a cake. Why is it like 
this candy is so much better. It's like creamy and then the Kit Kat flavor with the crunch. It's like what you want. Oh, My mom got me these like also little tiny candy bars. And we tried those and they were so gas too. It was crazy. Bro, the one with honeycomb yeah, coated in chocolate. Wow. I didn't try that. That was crazy. crazy. That we got the day. best candy over here. Rank it. Day. Rate it. I mean. Nine. No, we're five. What do you say, Hank? Nine three. Nine three. I would say 9.1. We're about, all about the same. Next up, we got Cadbury Twirl. I don't lose. I want to not lost weight a thousand. Yes, sir. What? I'd still be 40 pounds heavier if I had. Slight flex. If I had that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Poster boy. Sorry, I got the bench up. <laughs> Chiseled abs coming soon. Be you see that? You don't see them yet. But oh, they're there. They're there. They're popping. I think this is just like a chocolate bar type deal. But it's fire. Cadbury? Never heard of it. Cadbury, Better than Hershey. You, we Cadbury chocolate is like the chocolate from the... Like the eggs. Mm-hmm. The creaminess. Mm-hmm. It's better than Hershey's. I'm going right. to go 7.5 just because it's... It's just a normal, normal chocolate bar. Oh, seven. That's just eroded straight diabetes down. Do you think it's better than uh, Hershey's chocolate bar? Yeah, but that's different. That's not Hershey's chocolate bar is not creamy and stuff. It's the same thing, bro. I like that better. Last Look, I'd like to least. try that if it wasn't like. I said I save this one for last. That's the one I'm looking forward to. Snickers, butterscotch. Incredible. Super melted. That's what I call Hank sometimes. Butterscotch. Butter cheese. <laughs> Butter cheese. <laughs> Cheddar boy. You guys suck. You don't even know what that means. They don't want to know what that means. Oh, yeah, we're in, baby. Sorry for the delay. <laughs> First Ripsky? That's what she said. I hate butterscotch, by the way. Really? How do you hate butterscotch? It's like one of the best flavors ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, not a fan? Butterscotch. Dude, butterscotch is fire. Don't you agree with it? Nah. I like my boy like butterscotch. Butter cheese. Snickers part is good, though. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> wow. loving the nuts aspect, eh? Big nut guy. Nothing you're not used to, bud. Nut in the mouth. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Sorry. We'll keep it PG for you. All right. I ranked it. 7.8. I'm going to go. Just Probably the best Photoshop thing I've ever had, but. I'm going to say an 8. 9.2. I'd like I that. I knew he was going to like that. Wow. I would body that if it wasn't melted. I might still body it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, shout out moms for yeah, the shout out moms. Flavor God food shout review. Out Roxy. Where'd you get that again? What's the people Australia and New Zealand. Back on the barbecue, May, huh? Mm-hmm. Now back, baby. <laughs> Go back <laughs> to the barbie. Alright. Moving on to the next thing. This one's gonna be a big one because we've got a lot going on. We got GSPN. Dun 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 GSPN clocking back in with Stephen A. Paulson. Um as we know. The wow, NFL is back, finally. Wow. Chill. We like that. Finally. 
You like that? We got the you Chiefs like and the Lions. They played yesterday. Wow. Were, were any of you guys expecting that? I was. Um, really? Me too, honestly. The I was, Chiefs always suck in the beginning. I was expecting Jamar Gibbs to do more. Uh, I'm on, he has on my fantasy team. <laughs> yeah, that's all the only reason we're uh, saying He should have had the, more of the carries, but. Who knows? I mean, Montgomery did just. Fine. I had their, I had Montgomery and I had their wide receiver. Yeah. St. Brown. Mm-hmm. They did pretty oh, well. he went off. They both bro. did pretty well. Yeah. But yeah, lines won by one point. Um, I was happy the Chiefs lost. Sorry, but I pray on their downfall due to previous. That's a sore fan right there. Due to previous situations, I'm not a fan. Sore Bengals of fan. The Chiefs. Well, they've got gifted two wins that weren't wins, so I would be. They've upset at the Bengals two seasons in a row. <coughs> oh, wait, no. That's Cap, actually. Last season. But still. They didn't upset the Bengals. Oh, it was <laughs> on some cheddar. They rightfully so. It was some butter cheese. They didn't cheddar, upset anybody. But I have Mahomes on fantasy. So that last drive when they were down, I was hoping Chiefs would score one more time to get me some more fantasy points. Who would you have on fantasy? Mahomes. Because I'm not going to cap. Like, I'm not a fan of the Chiefs, but Mahomes is one of but the But now you're, like, cheering for consistent. him. So. But he's one of the most consistent quarterbacks in the game. I respect his game. I'm not a fan, but I respect Boo. his game as a player. I respect and it. I was hoping they'd score more to give me some more fantasy points. And then I was hoping Lions would come down and score again to win the game because I wanted the Chiefs to still lose. But, yeah, crazy. I didn't even watch that, it. But. That was a great way to kick off the season. Yeah, it was. A very close game, a nail-biter. Let's um, do super early predictions for unbiased, you fucks. I know that you're going to pick the Bengals already, <laughs> but who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Bengals. That's my unbiased. Wait, let's do AFC and NFC champions. How about that? Let me check. I gotta look at the AFC teams, honestly. Hank, Hank, you already know. Go, Hank. I can tell. Uh, I honestly, I got the Bengals. You know, I'm not gonna cap. I can tell you're capping. It's because the the Chiefs. I feel like they're gonna struggle. I think they're gonna do good, but I feel like when they're gonna need to get it done, they're not gonna be able to get it done. Um. I want it to be the Bills' year. I think the Bills don't have the capabilities, but um, the Jets, honestly, they got a good chance. If they can stay healthy and nah. they click, bro, they're going to do well. No, nah, they don't. Um, Aaron Rodgers is the most overrated quarterback of all time. No, he's consistent. I said man. it. He drops dimes. He's had, like, consistently one of the best teams around him, and he has one championship ring to show for it. He's got an arm, and he's accurate. He's a pocket QB. You put Joe Burrow on any of those Pat, the Packer teams, and they have four ranks. Because Joe Burrow is him. That is true. I'm just saying but, he's overrated. Yeah, honestly. NFC prediction, Hank, who you got? Yeah, that's what's uh, that's what's up because the NFC like sucks. Um, I'm know. just not a big fan of the 49ers, and I know people are on 49ers. Dude, I like dead. that. I got. I like C Mac. Uh, for That's some reason, like something them. just itches me about them. I don't think they play real football. I hate them because they're, <laughs> they're the Rams' rivals, but I, I like C-Mac enough that I'll put that aside. I you know, the hate Rams the Rams. The Rams are going to suck. You hate the what? I hate the Rams. You want a fist fight right here? Because I'll Good. do it. You wouldn't. But People have been waiting on that. You so. wouldn't do shit. I offered Hank. What did I offer you? Oh, yeah. 
He could throw one punch at me, and I just stand there and take it. If I fall on my ass, if he knocks me down, then we're good. I just stand back up, and nothing happens. But if I take it, then if I just eat it, then we're full-on brawling. Bare knuckle. <laughs> and Xander gets to record it. It's a fight? Yeah, if you... Imagine if I just learn how to head kick. No, I said a punch. <laughs> You can't head kick yeah, me. Yeah, but you can't be looking at it. No, I can be looking at it. I can't not be looking <laughs> so at it. See that sucker punch? See, he wants me to like be turned around and just like not know when it's coming. Like I'm sitting on the couch and he punches me. Compromise to the max. <laughs> That's how I know that he doesn't think that he can actually beat me. It's because he knows the only way that he could win is if he sucker punched me from behind without me knowing. <laughs> I know. I think I'd knock you out though with a sucker punch. From behind, Bro, if I didn't know people, it, yes. Most people would do that. A 135 pound girl is knocking me out if I don't know it from behind. On the button. On Actually, the button. It doesn't take much if you're not ready for it. All right, Hank, you still ain't Anyways, yeah. NFC. Hank, All right, I'll take up. the 49ers, honestly. The 49ers over the, the Eagles? the 49ers or the Chargers? Chargers are in the AFC. Chargers are not in the AFC. Yes, they are, homie. They are in. I'm looking at it right now. It's crazy that you just. Oh, it's crazy shit. that you just went against me, and I'm looking at it right now. All They're right, in the AFC West. <laughs> All right. It's either it's the 49ers, Sam. Or the Eagles. What about the Eagles? They just won last year. No. Are you Wait. Did they win last well? year? I yeah. want the Lions so bad, bro. They. Could. I wouldn't be mad, bro. I'm. Would be happy. I like. Dan Jared Campbell. Goff is not that guy, though. I trust yeah. me. He's Dude, not. That sucks. Dude, he's he was good. on the Rams, no, and he's not. not that guy. He's got better. No, Hank. I just want you to know, this is a little off topic. We'll get back to it. But there's this guy <laughs> on the football team that you guys would get along so well because he just says the most dumb ass out of pocket takes ever. Like he <laughs> says like very similar type shit as you that like he could beat me in two K, that he can run faster than me, that he beat me in one on one. And it's just all cap. And you guys would get along really well because you're both the most delusional people that I know. Shout out Joe for that. Anyways, I'm picking AFC I'm not picking no, scumbag Bengals. You just hate the Bengals because um, we like them. I'm going I'm, I hate the Bengals because Fortnite. you guys are the worst Bengals fans ever. Why? How? I'm, I've been because riding with them since way happens, back. Anything that happens, you're just like, excuse, 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 excuse. Bro, it's like... Excuse, 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 excuse. It's so Both real, seasons though. have been upset based off of a call from the refs. Both seasons. Excuse, excuse. But bro, if, they, if it came down to at the end of the game, they just got bodied by the team, okay, whatever. But both seasons have been spoiled by a ref by the, or a call by the ref. Both I agree. Seasons. Literally, that's all it is. It's like it comes down to the opinion of a ref. I know? knew that after I said that, Excuse, 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 the excuse. The first one was the most blatant one, though, because it's L.A. They're in L.A. for the first time. It's like, of course. No, L.A. is just better. That's, that was the thing. L.A. deserved it more that year. All right. All right. Anyway, so I'm picking the Bills for the AFC. Fuck the Bills. Fuck the Bengals. Fuck the Bills. Fuck the Chiefs. I would like it to be the Chargers because I really like Justin Herbert, but. I think Justin Herbert's trying to have a crazy. I don't think he's there yet. And then I'm going to pick. Dude, I want it to be the Vikings because Kirk Cousins is just a soft, nice guy. But That's a dad. He, he's a dad for sure. He ain't winning shit. But I think it's probably <laughs> going to be the 49ers. Yeah, I got 49ers in the NFC as well. I feel like they just have the most complete team. Yeah. Like with weapons on the outside. They have like the five position. offensive weapons that are just crazy. 
Yeah, and their defense is pretty solid. So Miami could be a sleeper. Nah. Nah, Tua's not that guy. Yeah, I agree. Just I wait. agree with that take. I think he's that guy. Nah. I think he's that guy, pal. Tiger kills that guy, though, for sure. AFC, it is the Bengals' year, for sure. They keep getting so close. I mean, this, this is close the last year. This close year. Yeah, they have to this year, because after like this year, their team's going to have to split up yeah. due to financial reasons. Yeah, they didn't reach an extension with T. Higgins today. They didn't. No. Wow, I didn't so, know. He, pretty much Good thing he, he's a he's bum anyway. Pretty much he's gone. But he's people are taking the league. I don't know. People know. have been taking pay cuts for them. That way they can pay these players and make sure the team stays together. I mean, aside from Joe Burrow just signing <laughs> the largest contract in NFL history. You see that? No. Yesterday. Get your bag. Five-year, $175 million contract. The largest in NFL history. That's generational. Crazy. Wow. That's crazy. Rightfully so. Is he is him. I don't know about that. He's, he's and top he's back, four for sure. And he's back week one. He's top five Man, for sure. It's looking good. It's looking good. Top five in the league. He's currently. better than your favorite quarterback. He's not better than Josh Allen, though. Oh, he's a hundred times better than Josh Allen. That's yeah. crazy. That's literally physically Josh. impossible to be a hundred times <laughs> better than one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. One hundred. It's Patrick Mahomes, Joe say, Burrow. It's not even close. I'm gonna say at the moment it's a hundred times crazy. A hundred times better than even the worst backup in the NFL is crazy. A hundred times better than. A college Division One quarterback is crazy. This dude's just saying some dumbass out-of-pocket shit. <laughs> He's getting heated over here. But I would say Pat Mahomes is number one right now just because he's been the most consistent throughout the years for the longest amount of time. What do you think about Pat Mahomes being the GOAT? I don't I, think he's even close. He has the potential, I'd say. If his longevity can last like Tom Brady's did, like if he can yeah, last that long. There's the difference between Tom Brady's game and Pat Mahomes' game. True. The reason that Tom Brady could play until he was 43 years old is because he never left the pocket. He never yeah. got touched. Yeah. He invested in his offensive line. He never got sacked. That's true. Pat Mahomes is sacrificing his body. He's going to be done by 36. He's definitely That's the second definitely best possible. player to ever play football. No. But also the game is changing so much where, like, innovation of safety and equipment and all that is, like, and health and recovery. Fuck just the player's health. Crazy. Jeez. But I'm just saying, like, that's also going to have an effect on Fuck people's em. longevity. It's just the fact that. Somebody said at football today, it pissed me off. Not it's today, but I practiced the other day. One of the D-linemen was like, dude, I'm so dizzy right now. My head hurts so bad. And he said that, and when you, like, have headaches in football, you're not supposed to say it out loud. You're not supposed to say it to anybody, especially the trainers, because then you'll immediately be out. So he says that to our D-line group that's Who chilling Who told there. you to say that? Everybody. You just know that you don't – if you have a headache, you don't say it to the trainers unless you're for sure it's a concussion, because no matter what, they're going to sit you out for a concussion. So, anyways – One of the freaking players ratted on him and told one of the trainers – Yo, he said that he's dizzy. Was it one of the guys behind him? No. It was one of the starters. It was a starter. And I and he like is talking to somebody, justifying why he ratted on him. He's like, I care about my homies more than, or like for, forty years rather than four years. And I was like, I chimed in and said, Fuck four years or fuck forty years. I only care about four years, bro. That's kind of fair, though. He's just looking out for a boy, the boy. I mean, I don't think it's his position. It's not his I mean, call yeah. to make. 
Because he could be just exaggerating like he has a headache or whatever, you know? Yeah, and who gives a shit about 40 years from now? Four years (laughs) from now. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's good. There's pros and cons to both. (laughs) It's funny because you look at my helmet compared to every single other person's helmet, and my helmet is the most scratched up, like, has marks of, like, different colors and everything real sacrificing i just put my head on the line and it, it never hurts because i have the strongest fucking neck ever <laughs> that's cool i don't know why i'm cussing so much sorry god yeah let's <laughs> let's not forget about a ne- another game though that is rightfully so one of the biggest games of the year it happens tomorrow and i'm gonna win 500 dollars off it you but, guys don't want to hear my take on this uh game. nebraska versus colorado the new colorado 2.0, prime version. You don't want to hear my take on Three this Three Heisman contenders coming off one week. None of them were Does right Nebraska now. get it done? Personally, I struggle with this. I think they could make it a closer game than it is. But personally, my mind automatically thinks to them getting blown out. But statistics have it. When it is the most betted on college football game ever, that usually it doesn't happen. So I'm kind of in my own head thinking, all right, are, is Nebraska just going to pull it out of their ass and cover? There's bro, no way, bro. It's so complex because, like, I want to say that Colorado's going to blow them out of the water based off of week one's conclusions. Did you watch both, both games the games? Went. Both Colorado and Nebraska game? Yeah. Nebraska's defense is Did you? That's crazy. That's crazy. Horrible take. Nebraska's defense is better than TCU. Nebraska's DBs are better than TCU's. Did you sit down and watch the game and look at every single position and, like, fully analyze the team? Dude, our defense is not. Our Our defense defense is is horrible. Did you watch the offensive line get ran over by that, or the defensive line get ran over by that shitty offensive line? It just happened. Look at the teams that we were playing against. Minnesota, one of the most mid Teams in the entire nation. Below mid. Versus TCU, who's not as good as they were last year, but still a top 25 team at the time. Anyways, so we look at that. Their DBs, Nebraska's DBs are solid. Linebackers, not very good. But their DBs, we keep them in it against a team like Minnesota, who has super slow wide receivers that can't get open. Against a team like Colorado, who has wide receivers that are fast and can actually get open. They're going to get torched every single play. But you look at the offense. The offense was the thing that I'm the most worried about. Because their offensive line, cheeks, big time. Wide receivers, nobody could get open. Running back, not that great. Our running backs were good. Our running back, yeah, but it wasn't like good enough to rely on the entire game on that guy. That's Colorado's weakness, though, is the run defense. But I'm still thinking that Colorado's defense was better than Minnesota's defense, for sure. And um, the only production that Nebraska had the entire game was when their quarterback ran the ball when, and on some yeah, that, shitty-ass broken that's true. trick play. Trick play. It was a broken trick That was the only way that they would score. You put the, guy, you put the ball in that guy's hand on third down and long, he shouldn't he's so. throwing an interception. Bro, we cannot throw the ball against Colorado straight up. You literally can't. If he has more than three interceptions, it's a 30-point game. 
I hope what, so. What worries <laughs> me because I win money if it's a thirty-point game. What worries game. me about Nebraska's DBs though, even though they looked good the first game, that number nine on Minnesota was cooking. Yeah, he our was DBs. Wrong. And wrong. the thing is, Colorado has like four people that are just as wrong. Yeah, that can yeah. do that same thing. Yeah. So Colorado just has too many stars. They play too fast. Yeah. Nebraska wanted to play super slow. And that's going to be fine for them until they throw their third interception and they have no control yeah. over the pace of play. Colorado has way too much depth. I'm winning a PS5, boys. Let's go. <laughs> Did you place the bet? I'm going to. I'm going to. That just made See, me See, if I know anything about football and all of the analyzing that I did over those two games, it should be like a 21 to 28 What do you think the safest game. way to get a PS5 is? Is it minus I think three? minus three is. Or is it minus seven? See, I put minus nine and a half because I think it's going to be at least a ten-point game. But I even thought about making it minus thirteen and a half. I would. That's dude. Football is just so hard to predict because you never know. Like, it's a rivalry game. But Nebraska. It's been one week. You know, it's hard to break it all down off one week of what we've seen. This is the worst Nebraska team that I've seen since the start. Crazy. No, let me let me let me finish what I'm saying. Since the start of the Scott Frost era. That's crazy. You don't think so? No. You don't know football like I know football. The first year's Scott Frost era would get messed up by this team. New year, new coach, new team, same Nebraska curse. Same Nebraska shit. What was that stat? It was like 2-14 and 14 in one point or in one possession games. In like three no, years, yeah, two three years. seasons. Nebraska's like two and fourteen in one possession game. Two and fifteen, which is no, yeah, which is the worst in all of college football. Yeah, they're like the leaders in a lot of the worst in college football stats. That was the most, which is Nebraska, Nebraska, way to which is crazy. Somebody it's was talking to me today. They're like, it's it's got to be tough to be you right now, being from Nebraska. And I'm like, I literally said that I'm cheering against them from here on out. Because that's how bad it is to it's be a Husker fan. It's always I just want. Shit. I want it, but I don't want it at the same time. Like I just want the program to just crumble because no. of how consistently bad it is, and it, like Damn, how loyal those fans have been. It's like they deserve better. They just do. And if they lose the sellout record, one game, the. The program the crumbles. Cut. <laughs> the program crumbles. I mean, if we go zero and two, which is most likely about to happen, it's not going to be good. I think if you have like a two-win season this year, you're going to lose the the record for the oh, sellouts. Yeah. What are we at? I'm telling you. We're chilling. We probably should restart it, or we can end the podcast. What do we think? Do you want to touch on UFC with Izzy this weekend? I'm done. Let's just make it five minutes right. really quick. All right. Right now? Yep. All right. So we're going to jump into UFC this weekend. Um, we yeah. have a pretty good main event. It's in Australia. Yep, in Australia. Oh, I tell him to bring us back some candy. Right to the yeah. outback. Um, to the I'm not going to touch on all the fights due to uh, timing reasons. And but not being that good. Yeah. <laughs> Tai Tuivasa, Alexander Volkov. That That's will a be a good like. fight. I Heavyweights? Lo- yeah. Huge guys. Word. I love watching Tai Tuivasa fight, but I just don't know if he's he going to pass tribal. full cup. Yeah. He's not the most skilled, but he if he hits you, you're going to sleep. <laughs> yeah. He's got insane power, but Volkov's just so tall and lengthy. Yeah. It's, it's going to be hard. hard to get inside on him. I love that. What time does that start, though? Is that a weird time? Uh, 7 p.m. 
Really? Because uh, they're like that's 17 when the main, hours behind yeah. us. That's when the main card starts. So It's a whole nother day like, in Australia. Like, it's tomorrow already. Damn, so they're probably fighting at, like, some weird-ass time there. Damn, are they fighting yeah. tonight, then? Probably technically. Technically, like, it's, it's the 8th for them there. Wow. It's the 8th for us here. It's the 9th for them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 9th for them. Gotcha. Wow. All right, moving That's on to the next one. We got Israel Adesanya versus Sean Strickland. I got a crazy one for this. I mean, I'm I feel thinking, like there's only one way this is going. I think Adesanya finishes it in, like, the fourth round. Yeah, I'm going to predict an Izzy knockout. But that's just based off of how it should go off the paper. But, you know, this is fighting. Anything can happen. But I really think Izzy gets us done. The I, way, like, the way Sean Strickland fights, he just walks forward, chin up. Like, doesn't, like, duck and move a lot. He's just moving forward with pace. Israel Adesanya, like, just picks those people apart. He has so much accuracy. He has range. He has power. Like, you can't just walk forward like that against him. Yeah. But it's also Israel Adesanya. So he's going to dance around for, like, three rounds and make it so that it's like he's going to try and make it go to decision because he's that type of champ. But First round submission, Sean Strickland. That's wow. Geez, Sean Strickland wow. ain't like that, bro. You like I that, don't think brother. that Sean Strickland deserved the title shot. Uh, he's the new champ starting uh, either today or tomorrow. Let's do that some bold <laughs> But If Adesanya loses this to Sean Strickland, he needs to retire. I think Strickland's going to choke him out. I think it's either going to be an arm bar or a rear naked choke. No. That'd be crazy, though. Are you putting money on it? What do no, you think? Absolutely not. Um, There's no money to be made in that fight. What do you mean? Because you can't just. You, Sean Strickland could win. Sean Strickland's like a minus five or a plus five hundred. He could win, but like the way he thinks, he's like, all right, I'm just gonna just fight this dude with my hands down. Then he'll lose a hundred percent. But like, if he's actually like, have you heard him talk about it? He's just like. He says he's he, been wrestling a lot. He says game. that he might lose, he might not. And I'm like, I don't yeah. know if I feel... He knows Izzy is a threat. Like, yeah. he's openly said, like, I mean, Izzy can knock me right out. Now. But that's good that, like, he's aware that it's a threat and not taking it lightly. Yeah. I think he chokes him out. I'm pretty winning easily. 150 bucks this weekend. I think he wins pretty easily, to be honest. And then another fight, it's not UFC, but Dylan Danis and Logan Paul, that has been heating up quite a bit. God. Dylan Danis, low-key, I've always disliked him, but he's kind of growing on me just... He's low-key nah. chirping pretty well. I don't like him because I just watched a video of him chirping at Tim Welch. Really? And Tim was like, let's do no gi, let's do gi, let's do wrestling, let's do boxing, let's do MMA. I'll fuck you up in any of it. All right. If he's he an, would, though. If he's an op against would, the boys, yeah. then, yeah. All right, he's not an op. A fan. Yeah. But I'm, I don't know. In real fight, Dylan Dennis be such shit Let's make that I clear. saw Logan shook on it that if Dylan Danis goes through with this fight, idea. that he'll he agrees to a MMA fight, which yeah. I just can't see. That, that would be re- that'd be stupid. For yeah, me. that would be bad. A black belt, it's a black belt. You can't learn that in yeah. a month. <laughs> no matter how for good real. people you learn train with, you cannot learn what Dylan Danis knows in he's, even six months. He's been chirping heavy. I see. Saw he brought in like. What was it, like 2 billion views in the past 30 days or something like yeah. that? Damn. So he's, he's bringing a lot of wilding. eyes to the fight. He's wilding on Twitter. And KSI and Tommy Fury are fighting on that card as well. I hate KSI. KSI Who the fuck are those guys? Let's be real. KSI doesn't KSI. have a chance. Yeah, I hate him. Fuck KSI. He's like my least favorite. Like, I don't even want to illegally watch the stream because I don't want him to get that view. 
Yeah. I just, Even though nobody knows I'll that. I'll find out from Twitter like, yeah, a couple just, days later. KSI sucks. Yeah, I'm not a fan either. Yeah, fuck KSI. We said it. Come at this, KSI. All right, check back in um, at the end of the football season to see how horrible Hank's takes were this year. <laughs> Win some money. You'll throw your mom's credit card on the minus three uh, in Nebraska. That's a lot for sure. Uh, ask her how much money she has in savings. Just take it all. Go put it on the bank wow. in the sports book. She'll love you for it. Once again, day. not financial If advisors. Nebraska wins, even college football is right. Rick. If Nebraska wins, I will never come on here and say one of my bets again. Wow. Wow. Well, take on that. Let's end it there. Wow. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys on episode 15. Appreciate Deuces. You guys. <laughs>